Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! We're back with more of the Scores Miller Lite Top Draft Show with Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Live from the Broken Barrel, 2548 North Southport in Chicago. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. And we will be here till 10 o'clock hanging out. So if you're riding around the city, want to come say what's up. Grody said he's going to buy you a Miller Lite. Not for himself, but for you. If you walk through the door, is that? I think that's going to do it for me. Good nice. night, everybody. <laughs> and I, no, and of course. Yes. No, no. If you come out here, we will absolutely no. buy you a Miller Lite. I, I will say this, man. You know, I've done my fair share of appearances in my day. Yeah. This got a different vibe to it. In what way? I guess maybe because there's alcohol involved. <laughs> People oh. are drinking and, and partying. Oh, you mean all my B ninety six rated G appearances? Oh, were, I, I was like, really thought about that. Yeah, this is this is a different kind of you know. Interesting. Pe- pe- people so, look like they're happy. You know, it's a, it's a oh, nighttime yeah. vibe. It's you a know, bar. it's it feels cold. There's there's Halloween decor. Sure. There's webs. You got webs I just everywhere. Used the facilities and the, and both bathrooms had caution tape on them. Oh. And the first one I saw, okay, well, that's because I just got out of there. <laughs> that could be, <laughs> but I'm bummed. <laughs> that's because of me. <laughs> um, and then the, the other one had the caution tape too. And then I put it together. This is a Halloween, a Halloween bit Halloween that the guy. bar is doing. The, so it's every. There's a lot of spirit in the air. And I heard and a lot of spirits in the air as yeah. well because I heard this place is. There's an upstairs that I haven't been to. People oh, I didn't how, even know about the upstairs. So, again, we're at Broken Barrel, 2548 Southport, hanging out with the Miller Lite Top Draft Show because it is Miller time for myself, not for Mark Grody, though. Uh, no, but, take but, him down, man. But it is time uh, to check out your gut. All right, call this Grody's gut. Essentially, I ask Grody a series of questions, and he just lets me know what his gut is telling him. I think it's fair enough. And then right? we discuss. And then yes. we discuss. All right, so your first question you know, we were just talking about the Bears, so I'll, I'll stick to football right here. Will Justin Fields be the starting quarterback for the Bears in 2023? Mm. Well, I am on record as saying that I think that there could be a quarterback competition going into next competition. year. Yeah, right. and and then my gut says that yes, he would be the start. Yes, okay. like Justin Mitchell, like, like Mitch Trubisky start. starting with, with Pickett no, trailing yeah, behind. Yeah, like that. Like or, the Bears could like, the Bears could use their first round pick okay. to draft a quarterback, That's and a, and so you're going to have two guys now 
the the polls guy in the first round and then Justin Fields who hopefully will develop enough to where they still see him as the potential starter look at the audience and, and then coming full circle on your every listening to every word yeah, so about funny. Justin Fields and Willie full circle full circle I do think Justin Fields begins the season as the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears next year that did not make me feel good no Brody. really you're no, out you said because you said we're you said, out on you said, Justin Fields no not me no no your statement didn't make me feel oh, good okay. because you said he's going to start the season what I would have preferred to hear was that he will be the quarterback for the entire season. That, that there's these, the no doubt about it. <laughs> he will have shown enough okay. this year. Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth right oh. now. You're saying you believe he will have shown enough this year to where going into next year it's no, no doubt No, I don't believe it. it. Oh. I want to believe it. Okay. I think there's a difference there, right? As a Bear fan, I'm saying to myself, damn, I wish Justin Fields, the Justin Fields that we all want, I wish he would show up so that there would be no talk anymore. As to I, okay. what the Bears okay, need to so be doing. I, I was thinking with the quarterback it correctly. Position. I wasn't saying it correctly. That that's what you want. want that you want. You don't want to roll the dice yeah. on a top ten quarterback pick next year. No, like if you could no. take Justin Fields I'm now tired of that. or the guy behind window number three, Brody, you I am take tired Fields. of having to I know. wait. I'm tired of the narrative. Okay. It's a new offensive coordinator. It's a new quarterback. There's bumps and bruises. I'm tired of that narrative. Give me, give me, and then, then when I bring up bringing in a veteran quarterback, the, then the, the responses are, well, who's available? Who would you want in that position that's a veteran that would want to go to the Bears? And that list is short too. Man, so yeah. again, I just, we're not even over Mitch Trubisky. Still to be not. not. I'm looking at his stat line, wondering what happened with Pickett and see concussion protocols. That is so symbolic of what I just said. We are not over. Like you, you are three-quarters fan when you're sitting here at this table. <laughs> so court, true. You know what I mean? Like I'm a you sick are... individual. I'm looking at Mitch Trubisky's Instagram page, and yep. I'm trying to see who liked his pictures. Like, I'm deep. I'm way deep. But you know what? It's like I said, I want to be happy with what I have. You know, I want, yeah. I want who, who I'm with right now to be the one. Of course. And, and I don't want to have to go why, through the cycle again. That's why Mitch Trubisky got all, as much leash as he did with the fan base yeah. and still getting a little bit of leash for some people who are like thinking maybe there's got to be something yeah. in Mitch. But, no, I totally and completely agree with you. Like every time I see promise in the quarterback spot, and, I, you know, we, we could go back to, you know, Cordero Stewart. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but we got but, a mobile quarterback, guys. But, but when they brought him in, it felt good. Yeah, it did. I remember because that. Because he was legit. And he had started to lose favor in Pittsburgh, which I guess should have been a good warning sign back then. Because who took over? Tommy Maddox? Yeah. Bad. I think it was. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. So th there is there was that. There was Rick Meyer. And every single, to your point, long-winded way of getting back to your point, I was behind all those guys, same way. I was like, I, I, I bought Rick Meyer and said, yes, this guy, he, he didn't get a fair chance in Seattle. He's a Notre <laughs> Damer. Come on, man. This was the best quarterback uh, in the country. That's when your so Bear get, fandom shined brightly. My oh, friend. it does. And, oh, and I, understand, I, I understand, which is Cordell Stewart, same thing, man. Slash. Yeah. The Bears got slash. We know that guy. He's been a star. He's national. That's how low the bar so, is for Chicago Bears. But that's what it is. And I am uh, <laughs> Jay Cutler. Different, different case. Yeah. Because that's not a crash landing. You know what I mean? I hear you. There's a story behind Jay Cutler, but he didn't crash and burn. Like Rick Meyer and Cordell, and Cordell, I keep calling Cordero. I've got Cordero Patterson on my mind. Sound like me talking about so. Black Barrel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're at Broken Barrel though here, 2548 North Southport. It is the Middle Light Top Draft Show on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez along with Mark Grody. We're inside of Grody's gut, getting his true answers to some of these questions. Here's the next one, Grody. Who will win the NFC North this year? Vikings. 
you're holding true to it. You, yeah. You're not a believer in the narrative that Aaron Rodgers will, will have a bounce back second half of no, the season. No, I, I, I think they're going to have an off year this year. Aaron Rodgers might end up having a good year. I think the Packers are going to have a down year this year, and then next year they'll win 12 games. No joke. That, Fix the wide I, receiver room, kind of get a more yeah, enthusiastic Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely, and, and I think, too, this will be good for the messaging from Aaron Rodgers to the front office. Now can you draft a wide receiver? Because a lot of why they are where they are. What are they, Packers right now, three and three? They're in, third, they're in, they're in second in the NFC North. Something like that. So, the, you know, a lot of the reason is is because of the receivers. Quite what about frankly, Christian drops. Watson? What about Romeo Dobbs? What about, you Dropity, know? Drop, drip, drop, 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 drop. That's what's going on. Yeah. In Green Bay, right? Frustrating. Now. So, so I think that that will continue, and but I think that that will finally push, you know, Gudikins over the top to actually think about drafting or valuing wide receivers. So, so the Vikings will be like the Bears, where they'll sit atop the NFC North for one season, and then it'll come crumbling down afterwards. Well, you know, this is going to sound weird, but you know, Kirk Cousins being an average to sometimes above average quarterback sort of keeps them. Yeah. All, I mean, in a weird, this is people are going to think this sounds crazy. It keeps them relevant and contending, quite yeah. frankly. I mean, that's that's what the, that's what the Vikings are, though, right? They're a team with some quality skill position players, an above average quarterback, and, yeah. a, and a decent defense. With, which with in flaws, the NFL, with flaws, because everybody the the flaws of Cousins are loud, but he is a legit starting quarterback the in the NFL. Kind of guy. Yeah, he, he's a starter that. and will be for a long time. All right, here's your next question. We're going to switch it up from football. We're going to go over to baseball. Will Jose Abreu be playing with the Northsiders in 2023? God, I hope not. And this is going to be the, the meatball in me. And, and that is because what about the young guys? Uh, what about what about? They don't want Mervis. They don't want him. They, they want Jose Abreu Mervis, batting 335 home runs and 115 <laughs> RBIs. This is... The next, you know many, position. This he, is the next Chris Brody. Bryant. But do you know how many butts he's putting in the seats? Who? One, Marcus? two. His mom and his dad. Oh, Jose Abreu is putting butts Dude, in the seats. The world though. has opened up. Everybody knows about Matt Mervis, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, okay. Everybody only knows. The, only the, the word cubby, is out. Cubby faithful. That's it. <laughs> the word is outside out. of that. No one's there. All right. So you say no. Okay. Uh, I, I hope yeah. he, I hope he doesn't either. I'll be very. I mean, that very would clear. that would piss off Sox fans. That would make me. That would hurt. That make me so upset. Yeah. I don't want to. The last thing I want to do is hearing Pat Hughes. Calling home run calls for Jose Abreu. On the yeah, side. what a weird thing. But I, I could see Abreu being very interested. He loves, loves Chicago. That's so. just, and that's an interesting thing there where guys love the city so much. They're like, yeah, I don't want to uproot my life and I'd just rather go play, you know, a couple miles up north for the Cubs instead of going to seeing, you know, what's out there for you in Major League Baseball. Yeah, well, Abreu's like that. I mean, he begged his way sure. back to the White Sox on his most recent contract. And I'm, that's a little hyperbole for me, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he basically said, yeah, I don't really want to go anywhere else. I get it, man. Yeah. Latinos are loyal, so we don't want, you know. Oh, is that what it is? That's okay. why I've been at this station for 14 years. Oh, my company. God. I just, okay. I don't really want to go anywhere. So you and I are locked in for, yeah. like, at least 14 <laughs> years as friends just, now? So they're going to have to do a lot to get us out of here. Okay. Uh, all right, here's a couple more questions I have for you. Speaking of the Cubs, there's, obviously, they've addressed it. Jed Hoyer said they have money. They want to talk, address power. They want to you know, really makes this team competitive. Will the Cubs make enough moves this offseason to be competitive next year? What's competitive? Competitive is competing for the, 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 that, the, they the, the that they can win the division? Competitive. I'm not saying to put him as the front runner, but at least 
make them competitive. Okay, I uh, okay, like they're in the running. Yeah. Like it's not like it's not out of the question that exactly. the Cubs could win the division. Okay, I would say no. It doesn't have that <laughs> feeling yet. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Grody's guy is speaking loud and clear. No, right I now. mean I haven't heard enough from Jed Hoyer where he is succinct and exact. I mean, they keep sort of fumbling around this idea that he can do it. Like Tom Ricketts has said, you get the big bag of cash. You, could do, you get to do whatever you want to do with the money in the vault. You just let us know about it. But Jed Hoyer being Jed Hoyer and Theo Epstein was like this too. They like to let's build from within as much as we possibly can. Let's get our guys and our yeah. trades. And then if we got to go to the big barrel of money, that's what we'll do. The one thing, and this, some of this comes from a conversation we had with John Morosa yesterday on the afternoon show when I was filling in for Parco, and you know he mentioned all the possibilities of things the Cubs could be doing, but one of them was not going after an ace pitcher. Like he mentioned, like okay. guys and big money you could put here and short one of the short and, stops. Yeah. But and and I, I asked him about it and he said, you know, it's not out of the question and it's still early, but that doesn't seem to be and I get it, you have Marcus Stroman and Kyle Hendricks. Neither of those guys at this point are the shutdown ace that you want to be, as you said, competitive. So the lack of, unless they surprise us, the lack of starting pitching is why the Cubs will not be competitive next year. But better, I think. Grody's gut is telling us there will be no postseason a- action for any team in Chicago for the I next didn't say that. separate. I that's, what I, that's what I'm hearing in my head. Don't put that on me. Don't you know I'm the positive guy at this radio station? <laughs> he was, Don't put that on me. He's Mark Grody, the pessimist of the station. Like, You're killing my brand. He's my Mark brand Grody. Is over. I'm Gabe Ramirez. We are here at the Miller Light Top Draft Show at Broken Barrel 2548 North Southport. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock because it is Miller time, man. And speaking of time, we are going to be giving some of ours to our guy, Herb Howard, is going to be discussing the Bears. And more importantly, does he think the Bears can make a couple of moves to get themselves in a position next year to make the playoffs? We'll talk to Herb Howard next. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody at the Miller Lite Top Draft Show here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We're back with more of the Scores Miller Lite Top Draft Show with Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Live from the Broken Barrel, 2548 North Southport in Chicago. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. And the drinks are flowing here at Broken Barrel, 2548 North Southport. And by drinks, I mean Diet Pepsis for us. Same. Miller Lite's for me, though. Okay, no. I'm all the way in. Drink, just don't drink the prop. There's a prop here. Dude, that's empty already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that mirror light can. Those mirror light cans help. are empty right now. Yeah. Um, but we are here talking some bears, talking some bulls, and of course the NBA season is kicking off right behind us, man. We just saw Joel and B get into it uh, with uh, who was it? Marcus Smart was a second ago. Knocked them out looked, accidentally. Looked pretty bad. I mean, geez, game one, it's already starting. And then these Celtics jerseys. I got to be honest, they're, like the, the, the Twitterverse is going crazy over them. How much they love them. They look like the Christmas jerseys from like four years ago. Or they look a little, to me, at first glance, the, the, the old Seattle Supersonics. Ah, Isn't that it? Isn't okay. that that color? Well, that team might But no, there, it is very Christmassy. Look at, oh, yeah. Yep. 80-74 Boston with the lead right now. We'll keep a close eye on that one. Of course, second game, the nightcap Lakers heading out to Golden State as they get their rings. And LeBron James came in wearing an all-white suit. Just nice. seems so LeBron james nice. Lame. Nah, oh, lame. Yes. Are you a LeBron hater? You didn't know that? Oh, I did not know that about you. I cannot think of anything LeBron James does well. That's except amazing. for like built schools and, you know, just take when care I thought of his we family. were like best radio friends and we knew everything about each other. No. There you go. And you throw that LeBron. But does that surprise you? Thing. I guess it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't surprise me. We, let's tackle that another now. time, though. We will. Uh, uh, let's tackle the Chicago Bears right now, though, with our good friend. He's joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas home of the world's largest sports book. Of course, we are talking about none other than Herb Howard. Herb, what's up, man? How you doing? Okay, Brody, what's going on? How y'all feeling? Chilling, man. We're here. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you're not here, bro. Well, do, you yeah, not, Herb. do you not mess with the north side or what? I, listen, I, I love the north side, man. I just got a lot of things going on, and I couldn't <laughs> make it up there, but I sound like you're having a good time. Uh, you know, the people are here. The drinks are flowing, Herb. Um, and that's exactly what happens when you're at this, these Bears games lately. Um, what, what, this game against Washington, did it break your heart the same way that it broke mine? Or did you feel like win or lose, you would have felt the same way about the Bears after that game? Yeah, no, it, it didn't break my heart. It was unfortunate. It was definitely a tough game to see and it's sad to see it end that way. But uh, I think that the Bears are just in a space where wins and losses aren't the most important thing right now. It's all about you know how they can develop these young players. Can they find some building blocks that are going to on this roster when they're actually ready to compete for a championship? Can Justin continue to develop? Can Kyler and Braxton Jones and Jaquan Brisker, these guys, can they develop? And as long as they're continuing to take steps in the right direction, I'm fine with that. You're going to have these kind of young kids make these mistakes second time in three weeks for Bayless. We saw it last week for Amir Marset-Smith. These types of things can happen, but uh, I don't think that's. The, I don't think wins and losses is the most important thing. So no, I didn't break my heart. It was unfortunate, though, for sure. The, you just mentioned a bunch of great examples of guys that the Bears are trying to develop, and I think that fans, to a large degree, understand that, and in many cases, like that. But are any of those guys that you mentioned? in danger of having their development temporarily halted as in are there any guys that may be seeing more of the bench lineup changes that kind of thing yeah i mean i think the first person you want to worry about is justin obviously right if he's being irreparably harmed 
by what he's kind of growing through right now? Is this, you know, speeding up his own clock in the pocket? Is this going to be a permanent thing that he's not able to overcome? And if that becomes the case, then it's a real, real problem, right? But I think that if he's able to kind of grow through these things and start to find answers with his eyes and his arm more so than always kind of uh, using his legs, then I think it can be just fine. Same thing with some of these young kids. You talk about Braxton Jones. Listen, if you get, if you get 17 stars, at left tackle from your fifth-round pick from Southern Utah, that's a win, right? I, I mean, I'm not saying he's playing all-pro-level ball over there at left tackle, but if you get 17 stars from that kid in his rookie year, that experience is going to be invaluable for him. You see Kyler Gordon kind of growing through the responsibilities of playing inside and outside, and he was being targeted and picked on the first three or four games. I think the last two games he's played a little bit better, but I think he's got to have that experience. He's got to grow through those things, and so – uh, I think, by and large, it's, it's a positive uh, thing that they're kind of going through right now as far as those young players. We're talking to Herb Howard, Bears beat reporter for It's the Bigs, also co-host of I Said What I Said podcast. Herb, you mentioned Valus Jones Jr. a second ago. Mm-hmm. And just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, as a Bear fan, my natural reaction when he fumbled was like, cut him, right? I don't care what where he was picked. <laughs> you know, it was just like your natural reaction. But tell me why I should still think highly of, of the, I would say young man, but we know he's a little bit older. Why well, I still think highly of Valus Jones Jr.? I think just the physical tools that he presents, right? He is, he is truly explosive with the ball in his hands. You can feel his speed on the field. I think that when he first showed up in the spring and in the summer, everybody was wondering, does Valus Jones actually have the game speed that we saw him run in terms of his 40 time? And it became quickly apparent that he actually does have that speed. It does translate onto the field. And so I think that you don't want to dismiss that. Certainly he's struggling right now in terms of his decision-making and his executing in the punt return game. And I asked him in the locker room after the game on Thursday, is that starting to impact his confidence? Is that in his head? And he was honest. He's like, yeah, it's in my head. I'm thinking about it. And that's the last thing you want a punt returner to be doing, thinking about not catching the ball, right? So before you talk about how explosive he is, how fast he is, whether or not he can break tackles and all those type of things. The first thing you want your returner to do is secure the ball, right? If we don't do anything else, we want to make sure we get the ball back after this kick. And right now, nobody, uh, Coach Hightower included, special teams coordinator for the Bears, uh, can be confident that Baylor Jones is going to get him the ball back. And so uh, you'll probably see, you know, them bring some other guys in there. Dante Pettis is a very natural punt catcher. It seems very, very easy for him. I question his decision-making at times on his fair catch or not fair catch but he's able to catch the ball. He's not as explosive as Bayless, but again, job number one is secure the catch. And so I think you'll probably see some different things there, but going forward, um, he can get over this confidence thing. I think Bayless Jones can still be a very productive and potentially explosive player for you, not only in the return game, but offensively as well. So I'm, I'm not quite ready to give up on him yet. I feel you, Gabe. It was definitely like, oh my God, not again. Um, but I'm not ready to cut the kid. Get out of here. That's what it was. <laughs> get, this, get him out of some- Please escort for this guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I Herb, I, I mostly agree. Listen, I, thought, I, thought the, I thought the, I thought the Amir Smith thing was more egregious, right? The week before, <laughs> I thought just the decision making, right? Never bring mind. up Patty Wagon and get them all out of here. That's what I was. Yeah. Bring out Isaiah Coulter. Yes. <laughs> even before the, even before the fumble, like the decision was just stupid and inexcusable. Like, what, what are you trying to do in the first place? Even if you don't fumble, it was stupid. So I thought that was more egregious. Uh, than, than Valus, but you know all of them, all of them. They're all young kids, and, and they're costing them games right now. 
Man, it's such an NFL mentality. I don't think this is specific to Chicago, but the the way we turn on guys is just amazing because guess who the, the most popular Herb, who do you think is the most talked about, most popular wide Bears wide receiver right now, today on this day? It's Valus. Well, I, I would say Valus. No, 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 no. Uh, maybe this is like a trick question. Oh. My answer is Nikhil Harry. He's the now, guy. Someone hasn't had a, played one down yet. Right. Everybody loves the possibility of Nikhil Harry because you, you mentioned it. You tweet his name out there. Everybody gets excited. Oh, yeah. Every Right, man? So it's just I think it's how just it goes. It's, the whole thing. It's a backup quarterback. It's always the next guy. Everybody's excited about Khalil Herbert right now. I'm like, hey, how can we get more carries? away from David Montgomery and took Khalil Herbert. He's got a 6.7 yards per carry average. It's like, that's just kind of how, how yeah. it goes, right? Never mind yeah. that he's got fewer carries than David Montgomery or he has the one 60-yarder that inflates his average. Never mind those types of things, right? It's just short-term memory. Um, Herb, let's talk about this game coming up on Monday, Bears, Patriots, Monday Night Football. Um, I... I looked at this one two weeks ago, and I thought to myself, oh, another victory. They got a third-string quarterback or second, you know, back quarterback there. It's going to be, you know, everything, everything's going to be little roses and stuff. And then all of a sudden, they lose to the Washington Commanders, and then you have to reevaluate. And, of course, you've seen Bailey Zapp just have an awesome couple of games with over 100 quarterback rating. What do you see happening in this game, and do you see it being one where the Bears can, can keep it close and somehow pull out a victory? Yeah, I think, I think the Bears will keep most of their games close. I think they're a team that competes. They're going to fight for four quarters. They are rarely going to do things to beat themselves. I don't mean, obviously, the, the, the muff punts and fumbles, those types of things. But I just mean in terms of undisciplined play, penalties throughout the game. I don't think they're going to do those types of things. So I think they'll always be there in the fourth quarter. I think, they, I think that'll be the case this Monday night again. But I just don't know if they have the firepower to, to win these games right now against decent teams. They're on the road. It's a primetime game Monday night. Up in New England, I, I don't, I don't, I won't predict the Bears to win the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did either. They could do some things, but again, I think for the Bears, there's this formula that they have to have to win, and then they have to perfectly execute. They do not have the talent to overcome things like a muffed punt or a fumble in the fourth quarter. They don't have the talent to overcome those things, and unfortunately, they have too many players that are susceptible to those things. They got too many young kids in critical positions that could cost you, and so. I think we'll probably see another mistake or two that ends up, oh, this game just kind of slipped away. And it's starting to turn into a trend. Oh, the, the, the Giants game slipped away. The Vikings game slipped away. The Commanders game slipped away. It's just kind of indicative of who they are and where they are right now. It's not like these isolated incidences. This is kind of who they are, and they're going to continue to be that way as they, you know, rely on these, these, these younger players in these critical positions. Herb. What is the biggest thing that you think will change in coming out of this mini buy in the name of developing Justin Fields? Whether from Justin Fields or from the way they're using him schematically. I know what I would like to see change. I don't know if it's going to That's what we want to hear. I want to hear what you would like to see. Yeah, I, I would like to see them utilize his legs a little bit more. I know he does that often, right? Just kind of um, just unscripted types of runs. But I would like to see them kind of intentionally design some more runs from use some of the read option things that we see 
uh, Philly doing with Jalen Hurts right now. When you get down around that goal line, you got the ball three times at the five-yard line, you walk away with zero points. Why would you not use David Montgomery and Justin Fields? Read action, put that edge defender in a bind, make them make a decision. Are you going to crash down on the running back or are you going to stay wide for Justin Fields? Let him use his athleticism. So those are the types of things I would like to see them do. Just allow him. He's very, very good at it. It's one of, if not your best weapon right now, right? You get to third down, third six, third and eight. Two things are going to happen for the Bears right now. Either he's going to get sacked or he's going to take off and run for the first down. That's mm-hmm. like, it's one of your best weapons right now. So just use it more frequently. Use it on first, second down. Allow him to use some RPO, those types of things. Um, I would like them to see that, you know, incorporate that quickly. And I don't know, you know, why these offenses and offensive coordinators kind of get into this way of, this is my system. That's not built into the system. Then put it in the system. It's not that difficult, right? Yeah. They, they, those are things that they should do. Sounds simple enough, that is. It should be. Uh, we're talking to Herb Howard. Bears be reported for It's the Bigs, also co-host of I Said What I Said podcast right here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez along with Mark Grody. We're broadcasting live for the Miller Lite Top Draft Show here at Broken Barrel, 2548 North Southport. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock. Herb, I- I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking about the defensive side of the ball. You saw him play a, a better game against Washington on Thursday. But, you know, I look at guys like, like Robert Quinn and I think to myself, shouldn't he have more than one sack on the season? Shouldn't there be more pressure coming from that front four? What has your assessment been of that group of guys? Yeah, not enough. Not enough. They got to find a way to increase their pass rush. This defense likes to get after the passer with just four. They don't want to have to bring pressures. Uh, they want to be able to drop seven in the coverage, but their front four just isn't providing enough pressure right now. So they're having the Dallas and Blitz. We saw it a little bit more in the past couple of weeks. Jaquan Brister got a sack on a, on a Blitz last week. So did Roquan. Like, you, you, you've seen them have to do these things, but ideally, they want to get home with four. Right now, they just are not doing it. You would like to see it from Robert Quinn. And then the theory being, if Robert Quinn can get going, then you shift kind of some more attention over to him. That should free up Travis Gibson. That should free up Justin Jones and those guys on the inside. But right now, none of them are getting home with any kind of consistent basis. And I think part of it is the fact that they aren't stopping the run. And when you don't stop the run, it's really hard to get after the passer. It's that old adage of earning the right to rush the passer. And they haven't really earned that right. And so they're constantly having to deal with the possibility of the run and dealing with the play action, those types of things. And that slows down your pass rush just a little bit. And uh, they're going to have to find ways to, to kind of get out of the passion. But I think it's, it's going to have to start with stopping the run. They did play a pretty good game on, on, on Thursday defensively. Uh, besides the, the muff punt when they, get, when they got the ball, when the Washington got the ball at the six-yard line, they didn't give up a touchdown, right? And so that they, they played well, but they're going to have to find a way to, uh, whether it's with their front four or they manufacture it, but they got to continue to put pressure on these passes. The defense is going to be important if they want to stay in these games for the rest of the season. Herb Howard, thanks so much for hanging out with us today, man. We appreciate you giving us your time. Hey, always a pleasure. I might pull up on y'all. Y'all say y'all be there till 10? 10? And maybe later I might be drinking some Miller Lights all the way until this uh, thing closes. That's you when never... Gabe, Gabe starts buying shots right around then too, Herb. Hey, so. I'm feeling good, so you okay. never know, Herb. All right. I might pull up on y'all, but thanks for having me. Man. It was a pleasure. You. See you, Herb. Herb Howard, Bears beat reporter for It's the Bigs, also co-host of I Said What I Said podcast. Uh, he brings up some good points, man, because when you're thinking about the defense, if you're thinking about the defense of the Chicago Bears, you're saying to yourself, you, you, you wanted them to stop the run, Grody. 
And that's what you were really trying to harp on. You saw the DBs playing very well first six uh, games of the season. And then all of a sudden, you put a focus on stopping the run. And then you see Kyler Gordon play a little bit better. But then you're like, well, we're not getting after the quarterback enough. I just feel like is the ultimate assessment that the Bears just don't have a good defense? Yes, it does feel like, and, and it probably shouldn't, but it does feel like these guys are still getting used to that system in, in a lot of cases. But isn't, this, isn't, this, isn't the system that Eberflus is running, isn't it like one of the most basic in it, NFL? It, 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 and that was what they talked about during the entire preseason or in camp. They all said it's just a very easy yeah. form of defense. But I look at some of the, I look at the players there, and yes, you have, you know, Kyler Gordon has had a lot of trouble this year. The guy teams have gone at him like in a very, you know, obvious way that, you know, Dr. Jalen Johnson, Jalen Johnson, come on, come on by me, come on by. And, and nobody wants to, nobody, nobody wants to wants come that. on by. Right. So, you know, that, that's a work in progress too. Jaquan Brisker, you know, did have the sack last week, but he's, there's been many times where you're like, ooh, out of position yeah. or that's a rookie. And I think that these guys are probably guys that are going to be around with the Bears, but there's, there's a lot to be said about those particular growing pains. You know, Nick Morrow and Roquan Smith working together essentially for the first time. Um, and you just don't have that that guy, that ball buster down yeah. on the defensive line. In ter- like, I like Justin Jones, and he loves being a three technique, but you don't have that guy, the Warren Sapp. You're not calling his name enough. That's the problem. Right? You're not saying enough of these guys' names throughout the You don't have Akeem Hicks. Game, right? You don't have Akeem Hicks. That and, and, and guy and he, is missing. Guy took him for, it's a guy you took for granted where you thought, oh, it's just a big body in the middle of the of the line. And then, you know, when he was out some games from, for, from injuries, you just thought to yourself, oh, it's just happenstance and it is what it is. But no, when he was playing, he made a difference. Now that he's not there this year, you see the hole that is in the middle of the Bears' oh, defensive ab- line. Absolutely. And, you know, Bilal Nichols kind of faded away with the Bears, but they were building something, I thought, in Nichols. And I don't know what level he's actually going to ultimately achieve, but there was, you know, there have been guys that had played together for a while. The Bears were very good on, under Matt Nagy and those three yeah. defensive coordinators, three of them, count them, Sean Desai, Chuck Pagano, and Vic Fangio. Uh. They were pretty good at sticking through it with those guys, but... Yeah, I mean, at this point, you just don't have the. You also don't have the, the standout, big time playmakers on the team as it stands right now because Robert Quinn doesn't have. It's like you know you were going through a through a rebuild of the sorts, and it still hurts. Of course, it's like you know it, and it still hurts. That's no, the worst it, part it's about like it. why bother watching the game if it's not going to right. hurt still, or go to the game or whatever. You, yes, and and honestly, Gabe. That's the way we handle them at the score, too, or at least I think. I guess this is my opinion. Yeah. I don't want to completely speak out of turn. But even though most of us at the score this year, anybody on air, we're not, we haven't predicted great things sure. for the Bears. We all knew, we all knew what we know. But they are not, who, they, who we thought they were. Absolutely. It doesn't mean we're not going to grind over a 17-12 loss to Washington. It doesn't mean we're not going to get angry about the fact that the Bears had a pathetic first half in Minnesota. Yeah. and that you, We're still going to break the, the game down and talk about games that maybe if they did this, they should have won, while still understanding that both things can happen at the same time, while still understanding that, yes, I get the bigger picture. The Bears are not supposed to be good this year. Yeah. And the reason why, though, Growths is because they're our guy. They're, they're our, our guys. guys. We well, know this. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, on the other side, we're going to try to 
to do some sort of variation of that. We got to have fun because we're at Broken Barrel. We got to have a little fun for this Miller Lite Top Draft show. So we're going to play a little game. Call it My Guy. You like to play games. My guy. Okay, uh, my guy. So, so we're going to grab a couple randos here at the bar oh, really? and ask him a couple of questions oh, and see, see which sick. one knows a little bit more about um, the, their Chicago sports. We'll do some Chicago sports trivia on the nice. other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Mark Grody. We are broadcasting live from Broken Barrel. It is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show, 2548 Southport Ave. We're going to be here till 10 o'clock. But on the other side, my guy, don't miss it, right here on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 to score. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back with more of the Scores Miller Lite Top Draft Show with Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Live from the Broken Barrel, 2548 North Southport in Chicago. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. It is Miller time here at Broken Barrel, 2548 North Southport. We are going to be here till 10 o'clock. Myself, Gabe Ramirez, along with Mark Grody, talking Bears, talking Bulls. Kick off the season shortly. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I am. Who was the one that said, hey, we need a Bulls guest on tonight? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You did say that. I, I'm not looking forward to that opponent, though. Miami? Yeah, the Bulls did not. The Bulls got pushed around by Miami. No, no, no. Miami just signed Last that WNBA player, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Do you see his hair? Do you see his hair? No. Do you see his hair? I have not Jimmy seen Butler's Jimmy's hair new hair. Uh-uh. It's absolutely ridiculous. Really? No, I hate I hate Miami. This this team is not a good match for the Bulls. You know, and the Bulls don't and as you know, as Bulls fan number one, yes. Bulls don't didn't have a tendency to beat really good teams last year. They had that White Sox problem from last year. They did, and it was because, but a lot of times they didn't have the, the full squad. You know what I mean? They were they were down a guy whether it was Demar or Zach. Oh yeah, no, there there so, were legit injury excuses when it was all said and done. Most look, of them, the Lonzo Ball. Look, based. you're getting a live reaction of Mark Grody's looking at Jimmy Butler's hair. Oh my God! <laughs> wow. <laughs> They grabbed the WNBA let, player. That's he like, let it down. He let it down. It's, it's like he, he took he, out the bar. He, like, he, 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 he wove yeah. it in is what yeah. he did over there. He got, wow. got some, 
But that he said is. he said he wanted to break the internet. Jimmy Butler did. I, that that so. I I may have just my reaction. You seen you guys seen May this? have it's just contributed. Just, that anyway. is wow. Uh, I think okay. I think the I think the Miami Heat are going to regress a little bit this year. They didn't do much to improve their squad. I think there's going to be some friction with Tyler Harrell getting some money. Okay. Duncan not necessarily feeling like he has a role on that team. All right, all right, Jimmy all right. Butler being Jimmy Butler. I don't know. I just feel like all there's right, something Miami's there. All right, Miami's going to be a bust. I'm, I am no longer worried I'm about the I'm just trying to talk them down so that the Bulls can some way, shape, or form. Are you going to bet on the Bulls to win that? Their opener I, in Miami? They're not going to be gonna Miami do a same game opener, parlay. I'm going to do a same-game parlay, okay. but I'm not going to bet the Bulls to win, though. Okay. But the okay. Bulls, so you realistic. My, my favorite Bulls. You think the Bulls heat, are going to lose? My favorite Bulls Heat memory in the opening of the season was when the Miami Heat were getting their rings, and the Bulls came in and smacked them around uh, on a ring night. I th- that I, made me feel I good. think they still probably got the better of the night. Though. Yeah. <laughs> they got in some, all actuality, they got some rings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're about to find out who's about to get the best of this night because um, we are here at the Middle Light Top Draft Show, six seventy to score here at Broken Barrel, and we got we're doing a game called. My guy. That's such a Chicago thing. My, my guy. guy. I like it. All right, so we got two guys here that are going to be playing. First up, we got on my team. What's your name? Pito. Pito. Did you guys catch that? Did you guys write that down? God, I Girl, just did. Down. All I right, Pito. Yep. Who's, your, who's your guy over there? Introduce yourself. I'm Eric. 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 All right, so the way, go, the, way the game goes is simple. All right, we're going to be talking about a Chicago athlete. We're going to give you a position. We're not going to tell you his number or anything like that. The position and the team and your job is to simply tell me who's my guy that we're talking about, all right? So you are going to go first over there, uh, and your guy plays center field for the Chicago White Sox. Who's my guy? You can give me anybody that played that position either. It's only got to be just one. Oh, wow. Who's well, my guy? Well, of course, we got to go with La Pantera, Luis Robert. Oh! oh! You're my yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. my guy. And he's even speaking some Espanol, yeah. La Pantera. I like I it. I knew I liked you, uh, Eric. I, I've got a way with people. I got to tell you, when I saw you. My guy, yeah. La Pantera. I like it. All right. You got your question correct. All right. Now we got to go to my guy, Pito, over here. You ready, Pito? Okay. I'm ready. All right. Who is currently? I'm not going to give you the leeway he did. Who is currently the third baseman for the Chicago White Sox? It would be Mankata. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my guy. Yo, I'm Mankata. You were looking at me like, are you serious? Because he, like, he said currently. Okay, Who now, is he? I have no idea. Now, no, now I understand the sports aptitude with this one yeah. because he was insulted he, he was, by the question. <laughs> right, Pito, this is easy. I got to think about this. Pito's like, are you seriously asking uh-huh. me who the third baseman is? Okay. All, All right. right. I didn't My know. guy. I, yeah, I, I apologize. All right, let's go back to your guy, Eric. Here's your question. Who am I talking about? Who is the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls? Well, I'm going to have to say, because he's not playing, but he would be the starting if he was playing Lonzo Ball. Uh, I don't know. know. Big report just came out. The actual starting point guard of the Chicago Bulls is... Pito's all excited over there. It's Chicago's own, Ayo. Yeah. Ayo. 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 Ayo.
Bill spelled backwards as A-O. All right. All right. Oh, your guy's not looking too good over there, Mark Grody. It's all right. I knew there was something about you I wasn't sure of. Yeah. After you just I knew there was something. Um, All right, so I guess I have to go up a little bit. You got to go. You got to be a little bit more difficult here, I see. In aptitude. Okay, you know what? In the name of, (laughs) if we're going to do things that were just... Like, you really got to be paying attention to the yeah. news day to day. Yeah. And unfortunately, Eric was just, just a smidge off on Io DeSumo. It's okay. And Lonzo Ball, you know, I'll give you partial credit for that, True. actually. Uh, but in, in these cases, um, who is named starting power forward for the Bulls today? Or who was named oh. start, uh, one of them? This guy. The this kid. Guy. Pat Williams. Oh, my God. You're good, Pito. You're good. That's my guy. Yeah, because he was just named one of the starters for the Bulls today, Patrick Williams, who, yeah, we could probably do a whole show on Patrick Williams. Which we probably will in our very next segment. Eric, appreciate you. Pito, appreciate you guys guys hanging out. You're my guy. You're the winner for today. We'll get you a nice little Miller Lite. You're good, Pito. You're good. You're good. That was good. I have my tiebreaker question. Oh. Nobody got around to that. Oh. Did they, did they tie? I wasn't keeping track. No, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, Eric, okay. Eric, what was going to be the tiebreaker? What how, would have happened? How many points per game did Zach Levine average last year? Because the tiebreaker can't be a guy because okay. then they both can guess. Can so I guess? So that be a number. Sure. That's 27 points. Oh, oh I, I'm there. So Okay, 27.3. You, you should have went with the first four. one. I saw the four. Come yeah. on. 27.4. Oh, oh, wow. I am That is a on my ton game. of points. Man, and per he's game. hurt. He's, did you hear the latest on him, too? He's hurting a little bit. And his knee? His knee. Like he, beca- I, I, he may. We got we to gotta check this out, but he may not be playing tomorrow night okay. for the Bulls in their opener. Here's here's where we're going to go it's, ahead and It's do. the knee. It's just it's just maintenance, apparently. I understand. You, you've seen a lot of that, though. There's some people that are feeling a certain type of way. You heard Antonio Davis from the Lakers potentially saying that he might not be playing tonight, so we'll, we'll take a look at that. But that's what we'll do on the other side. We're going to talk about Zach Levine's knee. We'll talk about what the Chicago Bulls team looks like as they're looking to open their season Wednesday against the Miami Heat, and we'll find out how good the Chicago Bulls team can be. We'll do that on the other side. We are live right now at Broken Barrel 2548 North Southport is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show with Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 